Hello and welcome to another MLEX podcast. I'm Sam Wilkin, Brussels News Editor, and today we're going to talk about taxing tech giants. There's a lot of controversy in Europe over how little tax companies such as Apple and Amazon pay, and now the European Commission has come up with a plan to tackle it. But that plan has generated plenty of controversy of its own. To take us through it, I'm very lucky to be joined by Todd Buell, who's a reporter here in Brussels with our sister publication, Law360. Hello, Todd. Hello, Sam. Todd, um, how little tax do the US tech giants pay in Europe? How much of a problem is it? It's perceived by some people to be quite a problem. I don't know exactly how much tax uh, precisely US companies pay, but I know that the European Commission claims that digital companies pay 9% tax, whereas normal legacy bricks and mortars companies pay around 21% tax. And you saw this controversy pop up just recently in in the UK. There was uh, outcry because in in the UK, Amazon paid 6% tax rather than the statutory 19% tax. Now, I want to be clear that nobody's, at least to my knowledge, is saying that Amazon is breaking any laws here. And the companies claim or say that they pay the tax that they're legally obligated to. But a number of people have started to say in recent years that the way laws are structured, the way that allow companies to move profits around and 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 just the, the difficulty in figuring out where these digital companies actually make their money means, in effect, that they don't pay enough tax. And the European Commission now wants to do something about that. Even though they're operating fully within the law as the law currently stands. Yes, yes. Hence it's, yeah. it's the idea to change the to law. To change the law, exactly. And I think I, I, I think we accidentally hit on one of the um, one of the, the controversial points there when I, I mentioned U.S. companies. Now, the Commission says it doesn't mention U.S. companies, does it? They talk about digital companies. Right. But, of course, all the big digital companies are American. There's naturally some sort of tension there, and, and there could be accusations from the U.S. side that the, the EU is playing politics and is trying to, you know, it plays into this whole narrative of the trade war between the EU and the U.S. Exactly. The I mean, let, let me just specify what exactly the commission wants to do. They announced this in March. They want to tax the revenue of large digital companies at at 3%. They say this will generate 5 billion euros for member states. Now, this may seem like a great thing, but there are, if you talk to experts, there are so many problems with this that one really wonders what, if anything, is going to come out of this as the European Council, as the Council of Ministers, discuss this. Uh, they have an upcoming meeting in early September in Vienna where the Austrian finance minister uh, told us recently he expects a, a broad understanding or you know some sort of soft agreement. That's my words, not his, but that to me seems to be the direction that they're moving in. But you wonder what exactly that's going to look like. But, yeah, even the idea of taxing revenue rather than profit, that's quite controversial in itself. Exactly. That's a controversial point because, you know, you're essentially, you risk punishing companies that aren't even making any money. So that's one problem with it. Another issue is if the EU moves out of step with a global consensus on, on taxing big tech companies, then there's a risk that uh, companies will simply withdraw from Europe. I mean, you mm-hmm. see this already a, a little bit, if I, if I can link it with another big issue, with GDPR. 
with the with the data protection laws. Just yesterday, I went to try to find a, a news story from an American publication. They say we we don't offer this service in Europe because you know, because of data protection rules. And now, when I raised this question, this issue to the EU's Moscovici back in in May, he said, "Oh no, no, I don't accept these threats. This this is this is this isn't going to happen." But you yeah. you do see already a certain with, withdrawal of service over another. EU law. So this yeah. bumps up again, doesn't it? And it's it's primarily a US led model where companies just won't turn a profit for years and years and years and they'll grow back to the huge amount of venture funding and effectively try and take over the world before they turn a profit. I mean Uber, for example, mm. is Klaxon. Huge, huge company. I, I won't say they were dominant because that has a, a competition uh, inference, but you know what I mean? Very, very powerful yeah. in a lot of markets around the world. Still hasn't turned a profit. Mm. And does, does that mean then it doesn't pay any tax? It's a good question. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, and, and then there is the also the issue that even if the company doesn't pay tax, I mean, there may be, you know, when they, when they make a sale, there's a, you know, VAT tax. I mean, you know, so they they do make a contribution, or their 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 service makes a contribution to the economy in in some way. But I mean, it that's that's a yeah. I mean, that's a that's a question certainly. Yeah. So they might be getting away with less sort of the headline corporate tax than than traditional but, companies operating bricks and mortar shops, right? Selling but, but things to people to, to get to get back to to this issue. The the mm. problem is that you're getting at an, an issue of international taxation that you know the OECD in Paris and other global bodies and global experts are talking about. But there are people who say that the EU should wait until. There's a global consensus on this, and then essentially try to have the rules in line with everyone else. And that's what critics are saying the EU with this 3% interim tax is, isn't doing, that they're moving out of step with the rest of the world. Mm. And so, why do you think they're doing that? Well, there's enormous political pressure, especially in the larger countries. I mean, it's a, it's a movement. You know, France is taking very much taking the lead on that, and they, and they are... They're at least from when I listen to their officials, they're sometimes a lot more explicit than the commission officials here in calling it the so-called GAFA tax. You know, Google, Amazon, Facebook, Apple—they specifically list the uh, the American companies. I mean, France has wanted to do this for for some time now. I mean, there is this feeling, I think, among the larger countries that Facebook and Google that they create value from consumers in their big countries, but the tax then gets channeled to Ireland or Luxembourg or Netherlands or countries with historically slightly looser, let's say, tax laws, and the big countries are losing out. So there's there's yeah. this pressure to, you know, to toughen the laws, come down harder a little bit on these on these companies. And the commission, by introducing this temporary tax or introducing this tax, they also want to prevent big countries from having rules that are out of step with with other European countries. They want one standard across the block rather than a patchwork, which they say, understandably, would disturb the, the, the so-called single market. Um. And there's a couple of a couple of questions that that rise from that. One is that it, it seems these companies are paying tax um, primarily in one country for the whole of their Europe operations because that's where they say they they generate profit. That's where their staff are, etc. And yet, you know, the value they generate, if you like, 
is from um, their users throughout Europe. I don't see how a flat revenue tax would change that. Is there also a movement to try to, to make companies pay tax where they generate value somehow? Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the broader point is to and and the commission wants to do this as it's part of their more permanent move is to change the corporate tax structure internationally so that tax is paid exactly where value is generated rather than just where the company is located and or, or you know, make it to shift it more in that direction. I don't want to oversimplify things too much, but to shift it more in that direction. But even that has its own complications because figuring out where where is the value created? Is the value always where the where the user is? Is the value where the engineer sits, where the patents are? This stuff is immensely complicated, which is why it will take a long time to change, I think. Yeah, and it's something no one's really had to deal with before. It's, it's, it's uncharted territory, isn't it, working to, at how to do this? To a certain extent it is. I mean, there have been discussions about this among experts, I think, for some time now, but it, it's really been with the you know revelations of the you know, Paradise Papers and uh, Panama Papers and these you know really excellent, thorough journalistic work that has revealed to the public the extent to which companies and rich individuals shift their, you know, or use offshore centers or use uh, low tax locations to hide or to, 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 to place their, you know, profits. I don't, I don't, or pr- place their earnings. Again, I don't want to insinuate that anyone's necessarily broken laws here. That's not for me to say, but it has created, my point is it's created an image, I believe in the minds of many members of the public that that big companies and specifically big tech companies don't pay their fair share in taxes and that's what the commission is trying to address here and another question that that raises um, i'm going to risk sending the listeners to sleep and talk about eu institutions and things but um it's not really the commission's business normally is it tax it's normally a matter for national governments above all so how is the commission and how are the eu institutions as a whole going to navigate that. Right. The, to make this the law, the generally the all 28 member states have to agree on this, and it seems like that's going to be very difficult because you've ha- you have the smaller countries, Luxembourg, uh, Sweden, fin- you know, Sweden, Finland, Denmark, and Ireland, of course. They have come out and said we don't like this for a variety of reasons. At one point, Germany even expressed some concern about possible economic retaliation. This idea that well, we're you know you're you're essentially punishing American companies, and you have a now an anti-trade president in the United States, and he's potentially going to now punish our industry if you do this. So maybe we should reconsider. Uh, you have countries very, you know, Ireland being very explicit, saying we're going to lose money over this unless it, you know, unless it's redesigned in some way. You have countries saying we need to stay in line with the global consensus and not branch out and do our own thing. So there's a lot of disagreement on this, and one does wonder how some sort of consensus can be reached by, I mean, there's a soft deadline that one hears about by the end of this year, because starting next year, you have European elections, and a, by the end of next year, a new commission will be in place, so there'll be a lot of changes. 
And what, what do you think the likelihood is of, of progress by that deadline? It's hard to say. I mean, the decision makers, of course, say, you know, we expect something to happen. And I mean, it would. I, I guess I would be surprised if there isn't some movement. Uh, I, I know one expert I heard at a conference said, well, maybe they can agree on, on some type of tax on online advertising or something. You know, that's part of the the interim tax, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, and that could be something that, or part of the tax, that could be something where they could say, well, we'll agree on this a little bit, and that's more concrete and perhaps easier to, to measure, I'm, I'm not sure. But I would expect there to be some sort of agree, you know, compromise. So an incremental approach, an, very there, incremental, well, a big yeah. Sort of success yeah. early on. It's okay. often how things work here, right? <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> and of course, uh, it's our job to keep an eye on it. And that's all we've got time for today. So, um, Todd, thank you very much, and goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. And uh, I will just remind everyone to please subscribe to our podcasts on your preferred platform if you want to hear more from our reporters around the world. I'm Sam Wilkin, MLEX's Brussels news editor. Bye for now.